I'm Rehard Frebaer. And I'm Duncan McLeod. This is Talk Central, episode 159 for the weekend starting 25 November 2016. Talk Central is brought to you by Tech Central, the home of South Africa's best technology journalism. On Talk Central this week, we chat Black Friday. Do we have to? (laughs) But don't worry, there's plenty else this week. Like MTN vowing to take market share from Vodacom, but can they? And Celsius BE shareholders suing it over the planned restructuring. Plus, the mystery around the SA Connect broadband tender, and much, much more besides. Let's get the rubber on the road. Oh, welcome to the show. How's it going? How's it, Duncan? Very good, thanks. Shall we kick off with our quiz? Yeah, let's get into it. You first, the first question. question, yes. Why is Black Friday called Black Friday? And no, it's not because uh, the sales get people down with black eyes. <laughs> it's actually an interesting answer to this question. Yeah, yeah. The second one, who is the disgruntled shareholder in Cell C that has reportedly filed papers to try and stop the restructuring of the mobile operator? And we'll talk about a bit more about that in the show today. Third question, Liquid Telecom, which is in the throes of buying Neotel, has raised how much money in a syndication loan? Fourth question, the first episode uh, of Amazon Prime Video's The Grand Tour was set in the US. Where is the location for episode two? And we're looking not for the country, but for the city. And the last question, who said this week, we were focused because when you read the Bible, all people didn't believe that Jesus Christ was there to save them. I'm here to save South Africa, and I've already demonstrated that I can save South Africa. Wow. <laughs> we'll get to him a bit later in the show, but um, shall, we, uh, shall we kick off with... Um, Let's kick off with our beer. What are we drinking? So actually, you actually provided this, yeah. I did. I mean, so was, and I've never had it, which is uh, always a nice treat. It's always uh, it's always difficult to pick a beer because we're um, uh, how, how do I describe you? A, uh, Just a beer, beer fan, a beer connoisseur. <laughs> um, and I think you've drunk m- most of the uh, sampled most of the craft beers that are made in this country. Yeah. So yep. I'm quite chuffed I managed to find one that you've never tried before. <laughs> it's called the Wishing Well Robust Porter. And um, by Backwards Bean Brewery, yeah. Backwards Bean Brewery, and they're based in Mabineng Precinct, according to their website. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a it's a nice beer for the weather. Oh yeah. Um, which is, uh, as you can probably hear in the background, pouring with rain, uh, and um, lots of lightning and thunder about. So a very wet afternoon in Johannesburg, and so a porter, of course, a nice dark, dark quite a heavy beer. ale. Um, very British, I think. Very British mm, drinkers. Mm, mm. uh, they'd probably drink it lukewarm, but uh, ours is nice and cold. Yeah, uh, it's got a nice, nice flavour. I mean, it's, it's not overly powerful, mm. um, you know, with, with various flavours, but it's nice and dark, malty, a little bit of chocolatey notes in there. Definitely, um, definitely. But yeah, it's some of the kind of beer that I would love to try and tap, yes. uh, you know, the fresher the better. But um, yeah, so I mean, nice. I love the description on the website. They describe the Wishing Well as descending from the 18th century brown porters of England. It pours a deep dark brown with a creamy head brilliant rubies show themselves when held up to the light don't know about that it's a bit dark today to check <laughs> the roasted malts dominate the aroma creating an enticing combination of chocolate and coffee you, def- you can definitely taste the chocolate yeah no. uh, these roasted characters carry over into the flavor which is again a burst of chocolate and coffee these are supported by mild to low hop bitterness with balanced caramel sweetness and hints of nuts the medium body and low carbonation make this ale an utterly drinkable one in hot and cold weather i would say oh, it's yeah. definitely a cold weather drink this Oh yeah, definitely. And what would you give it out of a ten? Look, I've had better porters, without mm-hmm. a doubt. Mm-hmm. But just taking another sip here, um, I would say six or seven. Yeah, I it's was nice, nice and drinkable. I was going to say seven as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you want something that's out of this world, 
um, you know, that's going to really blow your mind. Yeah, that's probably not going to be it. No. But it's a nice beer. It's no. a nice porter yeah. and yeah. Um, well worth checking mm. out. Have you tried the chocolate-infused uh, milk stout from the South African breweries? I have, and I have had many uh, chocolate-infused stouts. Um, so you I'll, like them? I'm also a big fan of, of yeah. Castle Milk Stout. So, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, if, you, if you are a fan of, mm. of that kind of beer, it's well worth when you have the opportunity to go um, at the SABC, uh, SABC, SAB World of Beer, um, or at the SAB head office at least in their bar, they've got uh, milk stout uh, on with nitrous. So similar to what uh, you get with uh, Guinness, oh, yes. where it's, it's 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 nitrous pump, not not oxygen pump. Yes, um, it just gives it uh, kind of okay. a better head. It's it's Interesting. delicious, absolutely delicious. Yeah, I, I would actually go as far, and I know this is a controversial statement, <laughs> and we must get onto tech because we're not not the beer show. But um, I, I know this is going to be controversial, but I'd actually go as far as to say that Castle Milk Stout is the best beer that South African breweries makes. Yes, I would agree with you on that. It's it's certainly the the. The only SAB beer that I drink yeah. continuously, or, yes. or at least a lot of. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so while we sip this uh, lovely, uh, it's called the Wishing Well Robust Porter. Look out for it in the store. It's got a lovely label of a wishing well on the cover, sort of a yellow and blue background. It's a very nice label. Uh, while we drink that, let's get into the week's tech news. And there's quite a bit to talk about this week, and uh, I suppose we do have to talk about Black Friday because uh, it's all that anyone on social media seems to be talking about over the last Ah, 24 hours or so. Um, But I must say, I went uh, as a curious consumer onto just about all of the e-commerce websites that I knew of, and uh, there were dozens of them Mm. locally, and I was quite disappointed. Yeah, South Africans don't know how to do Black Friday because most companies and, and <laughs> don't understand the, the concept of a full-on Black Friday seller. Mm. It, it shouldn't be kind of a 10% discount. It should be a 50, 60, 70% discount. Exactly. That's generally what, what makes Black Friday. Stock clearance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Get rid yeah. of the stuff you don't sell and uh, yeah, sell it at a ridiculous price. Don't, don't give us a 5 or 10% discount. It's mm. not the same. Mm. Um, I did see one or two deals that I thought was worth it. Uh, we spoke about it before the show. The the, the WeChat Incredible Connection Xbox One deal. Yes. For one triple nine. That was amazing. So 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 I, I, I was just saying to record before the show. That's the one thing I was actually interested in because one triple nine for an Xbox One is, is basically free. I was tempted. Um, and so they said we'll tweet the the, the what do you call it the um, QR code. Yeah. On our social media platform at nine o'clock. I was busy with something and I forgot about it until two minutes past nine. Two minutes past nine I went took a picture in the WeChat <laughs> chat app and I was number one and a half thousand in the queue so oh, and there were only what 200 there were 200 available so uh, um, you know I, I think that your chances of get, getting a deal like that is next to, next to null yeah, yeah. Um, what I did find uh, and this is this is American deals but uh, I find generally on Black Friday and Cyber Monday a lot of and you can hear the thunderous roar in the background. Yes, quite a back, dramatic backdrop to this week's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's absolutely a wonderful uh, view from, from, from here, though. But um, what I always like about this, this time of the year is a lot of the, the online services and software, you can really get good prices. A lot of those guys discount the, the software and the software licenses yes. uh, 70, 80, 90% sometimes. So Steam, Steam has a great sale on at the moment, yeah, for example. Yeah. Xbox, Xbox also has, uh, Microsoft uh, have a whole bunch of games on their platform that you can get for I a saw that, yeah. Xbox, yeah. Um, so I generally buy software licenses more than, than anything else, or mm. at least uh, online cloud services or, or plugins for any of my websites and that kind of thing. Right, um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
but uh, lots of uh, lots of deals internationally that's for sure so go check those out but unfortunately the local sites are, I don't know yeah well look uh, 20% can... off on some crap you weren't going to buy anyway exactly you know? exactly <laughs> but also we're not really I mean I guess we just we just piggybacking off what the rest of the world's doing online you know yeah. in terms of getting getting the eyeballs to this uh, to those sales but um, yeah yeah and it's an American phenomenon this I mean it's you know, it's it's you're right. It, it's stock clearance, really. Mm. Um, and and uh, you go to you know stores like Best Buy and and Walmart and all these places, and they're getting rid of stock and they're selling stuff at eighty percent off. And 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 you find stuff in there that actually you know at that price, I'll yeah, take one. Yeah. yeah. If you know, if you're an educated shopper and you kind of know what you're looking for, you know, especially on the tech side, what is a good buy and a bad buy? You can you can mm. get some really incredible deals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again. But as, as Hilton Tarrant wrote uh, on a piece we published on MoneyWeb, oh, sorry, on Tech Central from MoneyWeb this morning, um, you know, this really shows that uh, the, the fact that Black Friday is so huge this year compared to other years, yeah, I think, shows is. just how, in in, in 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 what a bad state the South African retail industry is is, is currently in. They're latching onto this thing that isn't South African. Um, they're really pumping the hell out of it um, to try and get people in, into stores, hoping that. Hoping that they might buy something that isn't on sale. Yeah. Uh, Look, it's any, it's it's a, it's a marketing tactic 101. You know, yes. you see what works well in the rest of the world. The last two years, yes. Um, that that kind of that I've been involved in some industries on the retail side. It it was a slow uptake. A few guys did Black Friday, but this year was certainly a lot a lot different than the years before. You know, a yeah. lot of virtually all the shops, all the malls. Yeah. Um, at least one shop in the vicinity would have a Black Friday sale or something. Yeah. Well, supposedly Black Friday yeah. sale. Yeah. But, um, and um, yeah. anyway, the Black Friday is normally a, a, a physical retail store thing, and yes. uh, the, the online retailers latched onto it in the states, and they called it Cyber Monday. Yes. Um, yes. So I don't know if we're going to see all the Cyber Monday deals coming out in a couple of days. Or, you know, currently recording this on a Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be good to see if we, if we, you know, again get some software deals online. I mean, that's yeah. generally where Cyber Monday comes in. Yes. But um, it's good fun, I guess. But did you see the did you see the crazy crazy videos online of uh, I think it was checkers where people stampeded into the front. I heard about it. I heard about it. I saw something on News Twenty Four or something ridiculous. about it. Um, well, just to get discount on uh, dishwashing liquid. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy stuff. But um, I suppose consumers are under pressure and uh, they're keen to get a deal wherever they can get a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But. Um, Better luck next year. Uh, better, better chance next year. I think yeah. uh, maybe the retailers will actually mm. get to understand what this is yeah. about and do it properly. But I think the trick is, um, especially in, in our game in, in tech, the trick is not to really look at these local retailers, but see what some of the international guys have on offer. Oh, yeah. And you and you can oh, yeah. ship. You can ship some great stuff from the US now through services like Amerix Global Shipping and these other global shipping things. We were talking just now about how eBay now, uh, you know, takes care of all the um, customs issues, custom payments and stuff yeah. on your yeah. behalf. Uh, and, and, and ships it to you with, on, on priority shipping, so you're looking at like maximum 10 days before you get your product. And then it's worth, I mean, if you get a good deal, then it's still worth paying 700 bucks to yeah. to get that expedited shipping. Mm. And uh, yeah. yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm going to be, be doing some uh, couch surfing this weekend just to see what's yeah. on eBay. Yeah. The one thing that's, that's amazed me, and I, I, I sent out a t- tweet about this last night, they've got. Uh, <laughs> a lot of attention. Um, what amazes me is some, how some news sites, I'm not going to mention any names, but how some news sites, are, to every time any company announces any Black Friday deal, they write an article about it. Yeah. I mean, that is advertising. Is newsworthy. No, yeah, that, that must be advertising. I mean, why would you, there's no editorial story there. It's not, there's no, you shouldn't be running it. It's, 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 it's free PR for the company. And, uh, you know, if, if, if they want to know about it, then they must take an ad. But, uh, 
No, the, the website. It's not just one website. I'm not picking on any one website. Yeah, no, there's been a few of them. There have been a couple of uh, news websites that have been publishing this every bloody press release that comes out about some company having a Black Friday deal. It gets published as if it's, 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 it has any editorial credibility whatsoever. It drives me crazy. <laughs> anyway, so you, won't see, you won't see those on Tech Central. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's let's move let's move swiftly <laughs> let's along. Go, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> have you watched the Grand Tour yet? I have not, but you I haven't. No, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> oh I'm, man, you I'm going to do it this weekend. I haven't okay. had time this week, but uh, yeah, I need to go check it out. But I believe you can only. I mean, you can watch it on Amazon Amazon Prime. The, there's a free version that South Africans can sign up for. Yes, now. I believe so. I, I, that's not how I watched it. Um, let's, let's not explain anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it is on YouTube. You can watch it's it on, on YouTube. YouTube. It's yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Someone put it on YouTube. It may have been taken. Down by you could, you could, as of yesterday, watch it on YouTube. Um, what do you think? What was I like it a lot? Like? I mean, were they, I like it they a lot. back to good old days? Oh yeah, I think it's, I think it's, uh, you know, the, the thing is, you know, you take a, 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 a gang like this who've clearly got a very good formula going, yeah, um, and, and you get them to do something new on a new platform. The risk is always that they, that, that it's not doesn't live up to expectation. That you know, Top Gear was a great show. Yeah. Uh, the Grand Tour is better than Top Gear, in my view. So it's basically like they 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 kind of broke free from whatever limitations they had, and exactly. now producing what yeah they can do. You know, they're exactly. basically putting the shots and they're making the program that well, they, they want to put into the. World. They obviously, I mean, obviously Jeff Bezos and the Amazon, and the Amazon team are not going to let them do anything they want, but uh, sure, they've got sure, a big budget and they clearly have a, a long leash. Um, and they, they've got, I mean it's very clear they've got a big budget I don't want to give away too much but uh, the opening 10 minutes of the first episode are quite spectacular oh really uh, apparently they spent two and a half million dollars on the opening 10 minutes sure um, it's in a hom- paying homage to the Mad Max movies oh wow um, okay, it's, okay. it's spectacularly good set in the deserts outside, outside California um, uh, but it's, it's very good and the second episode, uh, which is broadcasting tonight, we're recording on a Friday, mm-hmm. uh, so many of you, many of our listeners may have, in fact, already watched it by the time they listen to this episode, is set in Johannesburg. Oh, nice, yes. And they were, yeah, they were, yeah, what, last year? Yes. Doing a big... Or uh, earlier this tour, year, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. was it earlier yeah. yeah. And uh, from what I can tell from the, from the spiel or the, the, the pre-marketing, they're, um, they're going up to, the, they're, going to, they're going to put the tent, you know, each episode is centered on a tent, but uh, they've done a film in Namibia, in the, in the Namib Desert, oh, on wow. the Skeleton Coast. And that's one of my favorite places in the world. So yes, I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing this episode. So I will sign up for uh, Amazon Prime. I'm going to do exactly the same yes, thing as soon as it launches. It, yeah. Assuming the price <laughs> is reasonable, uh, which I'm sure it will be. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have to compete with Netflix. But I think there's a whole bunch of free stuff that you can watch already if you sign up. I believe for so. I Not all so. the titles that they have. But, um, you know, on the Amazon Prime, just on a side note, I've been mm. noticing a lot of Netflix originals on my Netflix um, account. And yes. it's quite impressive to see the, the number of really good, relatively unknown shows. I mean, it, On Netflix? On Netflix, okay. yeah. I mean, I've picked up a few ones and started watching them and was pleasantly surprised. Mm. So, you know, it's not always about the big name shows and big name actors that you, yeah. that you, you know, go off to, yeah. to see what, you know, or to actually enjoy, you know, these mm. series. So, as yeah. soon as my fiber go, goes in, which uh, is now apparently going to be sometime in December, uh, I'm going to be. Uh, sh- I've already subscribed to Showmax, but I'm going to subscribe to both all three of them actually. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's. I've, I've come to find that that's the best way of doing streaming mm. service. Have have the lot. You spend about three hundred fifty rand a month. Exactly. Then you've got access to all them. Still half the price of DSTV. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I don't watch a lot of sports. I don't know about you. But no, not really. Look, I mean, I. I would love Super Sport for for the the Springbok rugby games. That's that really not, the only thing I do. It's not worth eight hundred fifty bucks a month. No, not worth yeah. anything near that. Yes. So, 
yeah, let's hope one day there would be some solution. But um, look, you can find a streaming game here and there online. Yeah. Not Maybe. ideal always, but you can do it. Yeah. But uh, I'm impressed with it. It's a good show. Um, uh, I think in places they were, as the rain really comes down, <laughs> they were they were trying a bit hard, I thought. A bit forced in places. But, but overall, it was very good. And I think that uh, as the episodes go on, they're going to be more relaxed. And uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, they're a team that works well. Uh, and I suppose it depends if you like Jeremy Clarkson or not. Uh, a lot of, he rubs up a lot of people <laughs> the wrong way. So, um, but that's why I enjoy watching him. I just I, I think he, I think he's great. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, good stuff. So um, I had a fascinating interview uh, last week now with uh, with with uh, the CEO of MTN, Teto Nyati, South African CEO, and um, he's talking up a really good game. You know, MTN has been in a lot of trouble over the last three years. They've lost market share. To both Vodacom and Celsi, they've um, you know they, they, they've had internal problems, industrial action, violent strikes. Remember those pictures of uh, the strikers outside yeah, the head office? Yeah. Um, they had a massive turnover of CEOs. I think they had three or four CEOs in the space of three or four years. And Teto um, Nyati does seem to be bringing some stability to the the top of MTN now. And now he's talking a big game about uh, taking the fight to Vodacom. He said they've been taking market share in the contract market, which is what they're focused on uh, for the last uh, four months now. And uh, he said that uh, they, they, uh, that's, that's their focus now, is, is uh, getting those high net worth individuals. Vodacom really has, has uh, sewn up the high end of the market mm. in terms of contract mm. customers, big spending customers. And uh, they say the fight is on to get those customers back. And it's early days. MTN has, got, has had all sorts of customer service challenges. Uh, they've had d- difficulty getting handsets into the market. Um, but he's done a lot there. He's outsourced the call centers or partially outsourced the call centers. Yeah, yeah. um, there have been a lot of retrenchments, um, which can't be great for staff uh, morale. morale. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think Vodacom has become very dominant in this market. And it's good uh, if... Um, if a, a strong competitor like MTN uh, starts to, you know, you can't afford a weak MTN in this market because it just means a strong Vodacom and a Vodacom able to hike prices and and to dominate the market even more. Now, you know, I love what companies like Celsius and Telcom have done, but they really are minnows, especially Telcom. Mm. Um, and they've done some great things. Uh, you know, they've, um, the, you know, that Telcom freemium package is absolutely fantastic. Um, for the price you're getting, you spend 600 bucks a month, you basically get unlimited data and voice calls. No. But, um, but MTN hasn't really felt like it's been in this fight mm. for, the, for the last while. And um, I, I get the impression, while it's still early days, that they are um, they're gearing up for a fight. And I think that's good for consumers. So oh, yeah, let's definitely. Watch, let's definitely. watch the space. Yeah. Look, I mean, I've been a long, long-standing MTN customer. And to be honest with you, I've never experienced any of these the issues, support issues or anything. I mean, I guess yeah. I've just upgraded at the right time and got yeah. my device without any hassles. And, and I've been I've been pretty happy. Um, yeah. Incidentally, I've actually, you know, on the odd occasion that we go away to certain places, you know, for a week in a way here and there. Yes. So Vodacom customers generally have the problem with connectivity in the, the remote areas mm. of the country. And mm. MTN doesn't seem to have the same uh, same issues at least the places that I've been yeah, to yeah, so yeah, um, yeah so they've spent times. over 20 billion rand on their network in the last two years um, so in 2015 and 2016 oh, yes. have you noticed a significant improvement in the network quality I have um, I, I actually ported my wife onto MTN oh, yeah. um, from, from which network from, from Vodacom okay um, mainly because I'm using the Afrios to kind of data and also I signed her up through the Afrios to, yes uh, SIM card deal okay um, and I find the quality between the two, two answers is much better now okay 
um, LTE is incredible. I mean, I get 14, 15 megabytes generally everywhere I go. Yeah, that's very um, good. Yes, actually, see, I, I haven't had anything to complain about, which, you know, yeah. might not have been um, the most amazing service, but yeah. I've, I've never had a breakdown. I've never had a problem. So yes. um, from that point of view, I would say they've, they've, been, they've been marching on. But it'll be good to see. It'll be good to see them getting more aggressive. Uh, and, I think and, it's overdue. And when you go out of the cities, how's their uh, broadband coverage? Is Again, you know, I've, I yeah. mean, dro- dropping down to a three G. Three G is still very good. I mean, yeah. I get, I get everything. What you I don't want is two G. Yeah, what yeah. you don't. And I, I've never dropped down that far. It's either um, no signal or, or some signal. I did okay. a bit. Of, I did a, a, a ten day tour with some motorbike guys uh, about yeah. two months ago and went through some rural parts uh, of South Africa and. Yeah. Apart from the places where there was no signal, yes. I was very impressed with the coverage I got. Okay. You, know? Um, okay. you know, there was one place we went in, it was called the Hell in, in Hamkaskir. Oh, yes. There I've was, never been there. I really want to oh, go It's there. incredible. Mm-hmm. There's no signal there, obviously, but uh, that was the only place that I had any issues, really. Mm-hmm. So I was impressed. I mean, I could work all the time. I could yeah. upload my videos from anywhere I was. Um, it was. It was good. I was yeah. very happy. Yeah. I think for a lot of people, it's no cell phone signal. It really is DL. <laughs> yeah, it is DL, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we need to take an ad break. Um, uh, We'll be back right after this. Hello world. Hello information. Hello uploads and downloads. Hello streaming videos and low latency. Hello blogs and vlogs. Hello crystal clear video calls. Hello increased productivity. Hello online learning. Hello cloud. Hello long lost friends and missed connections. Hello limitless possibilities and instant gratification. Say hello to premium high speed fiber from Vox Telecom. Pleasure guaranteed. Visit voxtelecom.co.za for more information. Chicken or beef? Chicken or beef? There's so many companies offering fiber at the moment, but with Vox Telecom's premium high-speed fiber, you'll be joining the Smile High Club. Duck or salmon, sir? We call it business class fiber. We guarantee our uptime and can tailor our services to suit your needs and budget. Say hello to Business Class Fiber from Vox Telecom. Visit voxtelecom.co.za for more information. Well, welcome back to a cold, wet, rainy, thundery Johannesburg afternoon, which is Misty. perfect for drinking robust porter, which is yes. exactly what we're doing. Going afternoon. down, yours is almost done there. Do you, yeah, do you bring reserves or? I didn't, unfortunately. I should have. Uh, I should have bought some. Bad more. form. I always bring two, so mm. you need to step up again. I do. I do. <laughs> I do. Very poor form. Right, let's get on with the tech news. So, Cell um, C, uh, as you know, Rachat, they're in the process of this massive restructuring at the moment. Uh, Blue Label Telecoms, uh, which is an incredibly successful um, uh, JSE listed company. I always struggle to describe what they do. They're, um, <laughs> they, they're, they're, they distribute airtime on behalf of the mobile operators, but they, they basically provide virtual airtime money, money type services. Um, uh, uh, it, it's very difficult to actually describe what they do, um, but they, they do they do airtime fulfillment. They sell prepaid electricity, um, all of this stuff, and they're, they're a very successful business. They're worth tens of billions around, listed on the JSE, and now they're buying forty five percent of uh, of Cell C um, hmm. for five and a half billion rand as part of a massive restructuring that's going to see Cell C's debt uh, net, net borrowings. Reduced from I think it's around 18 to 20 billion rand now. I stand to be corrected to six below six billion rand. So a massive restructuring uh, and um, sells uh, blue label share prices moved up 
more than doubled in the last year uh, on the expectation of this uh, of this deal and uh, you know an alternative investment for shareholders in the telecommunications market and I think investors are looking for an alternative to MTN given that uh, MTN has really disappointed shareholders over the last year with mm. the problems they've had in Nigeria in particular <coughs> but um, the deal on paper looks great but they've got uh, one problem and that's uh, uh, one of their shareholders sells SAT which is the original black economic empowerment shareholder in Cell C. And uh, they have apparently filed a lawsuit. Apparently, Cell C and uh, Blue Label Telecoms haven't had sight of the lawsuit yet. So, the papers haven't been filed with them. But apparently, they, they're complaining that they weren't consulted on this issue. Um, I think, in effect, they, their shareholding is going to be diluted massively as part of this restructuring. Mm-hmm. And they're very unhappy with it. So, it's a bit of a... A bit of a headwind, I'd say, that this, this deal is now encountering a bit of turbulence. Uh, so um, we'll have to see how this uh, how this proceeds. Right. Uh, you yeah. know, I, I, I haven't seen the court papers yet, so I don't know if they're se- se- seeking an urgent interdict to stop the process from going ahead. I mean, I think that's normally what would happen in an instance like this. Uh, but it's an interesting development, and uh, I think one cell C can ill afford, uh, especially if the court finds in cell staff's favour, because it then leaves them really up. Yeah. Know, up a certain creek without a certain paddle. That's going to be that's going to be interesting to, to see play out. Yeah, unfortunately, let's let's hope it doesn't doesn't get to that. I mean, yeah, all kind of rooting for Celsi or any any of the kind of third and fourth operators, I guess. Yes. But anyway, yeah. when we started recording the show, by the way, it was raining lightly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. It is now pouring down um, and uh, battering on the tin roof above us, metal roof above us. So I really hope the, the noise isn't <laughs> drowning out our voices. <laughs> but I, I guess we'll know once we... It's oh, atmospheric. Atmospheric, yeah. yeah. But just have to turn the volume up a bit as you listen to us. <laughs> anyway, um, the other item of news I want to chat about this week was really interesting. was the cancellation of the SA Connect broadband tender. Uh, now, this goes back... And I think the story needs to go back to 2014 when Jacob Zuma... Um, said in Parliament that uh, Telcom is the preferred supplier for the rollout of broadband services to underserviced areas. As I lean in towards the mic to speak a bit louder, <laughs> as the noise gets louder and louder here. But um, CETA, the state IT agency, which was put in charge of, of of the tender for this project, which could be worth up, up to one and a half billion rand, um, they put in charge in charge of this project on the behalf of the Department of Telecommunications and Postal Services. Um, they put out this tender and they solicited six responses from the industry and all six uh, were rejected because they didn't meet the basic requirements set out in the tender. Sure. Now, this included companies like Vodacom uh, and uh, Broadband Infraco and others, EOH and a number of other companies and Telcom, which was the company that was named by Zuma in Parliament as the preferred uh, supplier didn't bid oh no (laughs) even though many people in the industry say it's alleged that the tender was written for talk so this is all rather bizarre no no doubt Telcom took a look at the requirements in this thing and said well actually we're a JSE listed company and we probably shouldn't uh, be doing things that uh, could be of risk to our shareholders so I'm guessing that that's the reason they didn't tender um, but it's, I think it has left CETA a bit red-faced. They've got a bit of egg on their faces over this one. So presumably at some point in the next few months, this tender will be reissued with less onerous requirements. Um, the question is, you know, is it still going to be written, if it was in the first place, um, with specifications uh, written specifically for telecom? 
uh, or is it going to be open to anyone who, who tenders? But it's an interesting one and it's going to be worth watching closely. Yeah, I guess they're going to have to play their cards right now because the, the yeah. cat's out of the bag, so to speak. Indeed. Anyway, as this rain uh, gets heavier and heavier, I think we should probably start wrapping up this podcast uh, lest uh, none of our listeners can actually hear us. <laughs> um, let's quickly run through our regular features of the week. Um, I, I think I, I picked the winner this week as Naspers um, because, uh, very interesting, they're a big shareholder and a big funder over recent years, I think since 2013 or 2012 even, in Souk, S-O-U-K.com. Have you heard of them, Rafa? I have. I they're have. a very big um, e- electronic retailer, e-retailer, in the Middle East. They're huge. Yes. And um, Amazon is looking to buy them, according to the reports. Global and, domination. And uh, Naspers, as a large shareholder, along with Tiger Global Management, by the way. Oh, yeah. Which is the same company that's, uh, the same shareholders that have invested in Take-A-Lot. Yes. Uh, interestingly enough, um, they're uh, looking to um, to sell, according to the report on Bloomberg. So uh, it's certainly a winner for Naspers and uh, for Naspers shareholders if the deal goes ahead. But what interests me is that, uh, you know, the speculation, you know, could this eventually mean that uh, Amazon's going to approach Take-A-Lot? Hmm, interesting. I'm sure Take-A-Lot is, uh, has been dressing itself up for a sale to a big player like Amazon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, wouldn't it be wonderful to have Amazon in this market? Yes. Uh, at the, yeah, I guess. I mean, they've perfected the online retailing experience. If we, if we can tap into that global network of... Yeah. Um, not only online services like Prime, yes, but also the technologies uh, that they drive down the delivery. It would be an amazing thing. Yes, I feel sorry for other online retailers uh, if they do come. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Although if they do come here, I tell you, I'll be, uh, I'll, I'll probably spend uh, half my salary every month just on on Amazon. Yeah, I, I know I've got friends in the states who buy everything on Amazon, the toilet paper, yes, uh, washing powder, yes. everything on Amazon. So uh, we can get those cool, what, what are those um, dots that you can spill yes, over your house yes. and press it, you know, and get they order automatically. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate shopping, so, I mean, I, I waste half my Saturday mornings going to the shops just to buy garbage yeah. and I wish like someone would deliver to me. Exactly. You know what you want. You just need to put it on a list and order it uh, exactly. semi-regularly. I exactly. Mean, you know. Yeah. 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 No, I look forward to that. Anyway, and our loser, funnily enough, this week is Take A Lot. <laughs> For no other reason than that their website fell over this morning uh, and uh, couldn't process uh, orders for quite a considerable amount of time. Uh, come on, guys, you could have predicted this. Build yeah. the systems to handle the traffic. I mean, it's just, yeah, it can't be. This is e commerce 101. And they are the biggest bank in South Africa at the moment. Yes. I mean, they shouldn't. It also does go to show that. They obviously underestimated the amount of uh, uh, customers that they would receive or sell, potentially. Yeah, although apparently it happened last year as well. <laughs> oh, well, then yeah, then they're not scaling They don't really have an excuse. No. They're not scaling properly. And what's funny enough is um, is that, as far as I recall, their co-CEO, Willem van Billion, uh, was one of the guys who helped create Amazon's um, uh, cloud services. Hmm. So, seriously, guys, maybe you just need to move your... Uh, your, your back end onto Amazon's yeah, yeah. cloud and scale it. Look, it's definitely a machine issue because when I was buying the site this morning, also every every few pages I went to told me it couldn't, dis, uh, couldn't display them in yes. the page that found. So yes. it, it's resources, I guess. Yeah. I just need better server farms. Yeah. And uh, you, I mean, it's not, it's in this day and age, seriously, yeah, you no, just scale true, up. True. The traffic comes in, you have automatic scaling. Yeah, you would imagine that these big players would have it. You yeah. know, the, the machines will detect a certain amount of activity yeah. Yeah. and uh, open and up, up some more, yeah. some more, some more. I mean, I don't know what their hosting solution looks like. Maybe they host in house, but uh, you know, maybe they don't. Maybe they shouldn't be hosting in house mm. if they are. If that's the case. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this rain is insane. It's, uh, it carries on like this for a couple of hours. We could have some serious floods. 
Yes, but it's good for this region. Um, let's hope we don't get too bad. We just hope we don't get too bad floods. But we need, need it. We need desperately to, need it. Need to fill up the whole dam. Yeah. Um, which the last time I checked was sitting at about thirty-four percent. Sure. Anyway, um, let's get on to our picks. What do you got this week, Rafa? So I've been playing. Uh, let me ask you this question. Do you know what a cinemagraph is? Cinemagraph. I have heard the term, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a still photograph with a bit of movement in it. Um, and I've been fascinated by this for, for quite a while. Now I'm going to show you some, I'm just showing you a photograph. It's a still photograph and there's an element that you pick out that is moving. So it's like a GIF, but it's not a GIF. It's, mm. a, it's a photo with either wind blowing a piece of paper or a car moving down a street. It, it's just a, a different expression of a photo versus a video or the merger of photo between photo and video. Mm. Now I've been playing with this app called Cinemagraph Pro by a company called Fixel for a while now. Okay. And it's absolutely phenomenal. The best way, if you are interested in cinema graphs, uh, if you know what they are and you, and you kind of want to create them, well worth checking out. It's not a cheap consumer-grade application, unfortunately. There is a free version available. But um, j- just considering the, the, the ease of use and the amount of time that it saves me, you yes. know, I've subscribed to it. And I'm, I'm quite happy with, with what I can do with it. Okay. Um, you can go to Fixel.com, check it out. There's two pricing models. Um, you can buy it once off uh, for your for your iOS device for three hundred dollars. Yo. Um, or you can do a monthly subscription and you get uh, the Mac OS app and your iOS app and some cloud storage at sixteen dollars a month, which is the one that I signed up for. And uh, I'm not gonna probably it's not like my Dropbox account where I'll have it running permanently, but I'll, I'm using it at the moment to create uh, mm. some some cinema graphs. And um, out of all the solutions I've found, this is definitely the best one. And, you know, if, if you're using it on your iPhone, it's, it, it really makes the process a lot easier. I don't have to use my SLR, mm-hmm. then import the footage. Right. Um, with, with, the, with the app, I can just basically take the shot, paint out the areas that I want the movement in, and it will automatically blend the image for me. So everything stays static on the photo that you want to stay static, mm. except for the water, uh, movement of water or movement of a car or movement of paper or something. Mm. Um, yeah, it's my pick for the week. Great product, Cinemagraph. And uh, in, if you are thinking about registering the URL Cinemagraph that's here today, uh, don't bother. I've already got it. I've had it for a long time. Um, it is mine. We've been plotting and scheming. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm going to go and have a look. It looks pretty cool. Very cool. Well, my pick this week uh, is uh, a very, very, very expensive gadget. It's called the BMW i3. <laughs> Oh, it's a battery pack for your phone. <laughs> yes, indeed. Charge your phone with it. It only costs 650,000 Rand. Um, uh, this is the Rex model, range extender model that I, oh, nice. that I yes, drove for. Yes. Uh, drove is that for the one with the petrol tank in it? It is, yeah. It's got a very limited petrol tank. It will take you for about 100 kilometers. <clears throat> but in this country, quite useful where the charging yes, stations are so few yes. far between. But um, I wasn't expecting much of the BMW i3, to be honest, when I, uh, when I took delivery of it. Uh, I've seen one or two on the roads. They're not very common. Um, I think it's as ugly as sin. Um, I kind of like it. I think it's cute, it, ugly. It grew on me. It grew. <laughs> it kept growing me over the week I was driving it. Um, it's 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 certainly a controversial design style. I think if they'd uh, gone for something a little sportier, it probably would have sold better. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, my word, what a powerful vehicle! I uh, was it blown away. Instant power when you put your foot down. Pop. Unbelievable! Have you been in one? You've been in one. Haven't I've you? been in one. I haven't driven one. Okay. I haven't driven in one. But okay. I've, I went to the launch when they launched them in South Africa uh, two years ago, a year okay. and a half ago. Yeah. And, uh, I remember. That, had a look actually. at it. Yeah, and oh. it was. Oh, it's a great car. I think mm. it was a great looking car too. But. It's lovely. Um, I, I I was just blown away. I mean, I used to drive a hybrid. I, I sold it a few months ago. Toyota mm-hmm. hybrid. But I am. Um, 
I, I've never driven a, a fully electric car before, and what really amazed me was that smooth power all the way up. Yeah, yeah. Um, no gear change; it just goes. It doesn't. This thing doesn't look like a sports car, but it's it's got the performance of a sports car. Uh, it throws you back in the seat when you when you hit the oh, accelerator. Wow. Okay. Now, that's not how you're supposed to drive this thing because <laughs> obviously it's designed to be frugal and and uh, it's got a limited mileage. And if you drive it like an idiot, uh, you're probably only going to get you're 60 or 70 k's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you drive it frugally, you probably get about 120 to up to 160 is the claim, I think. Oh, wow. Sure. Um, not, which is not bad. It's not, not great either. It's not that great, yeah. Um, so it's a commuter car. In South Africa, if you want, it's, I don't think it's a great car for South Africa. I think if you live in, a Europe, in Europe, it makes a lot more sense where you don't mm. have to drive huge mm. distances. Mm. Um, but I think if you're rich and you can afford to have a second car, this is a great commuter car. Yeah. Uh, for driving to work. And it's such a pleasant, relaxing smooth experience it's an absolute pleasure to drive in city traffic um, if you've got one of these big uh, 4x4s or something like jeeps. that jeeps for example <laughs> which I've just bought it's <laughs> they're not great for driving around a city let's be honest they're great when you go off road or you're yeah. driving in the countryside and getting some speed up but uh, in city they're not great but electric comes into its own in the city um, and my word I've never had heads turn like I did driving this i3 Everywhere wow. I went, literally, people turned their heads on the pavements. Look at this. And did you find it? Did you have trouble parking, uh, charging it when you're out and about, or didn't you really do that? You just I didn't really do that. I just charged it home. Uh, I needed an extension cable. You have to buy a fat extension cable, uh, 1.6 amp, I think it's, I think it is. Um, 16. 16 amp. 16 amp. Sorry, yeah. Uh, most of them aren't 16 amps. So yeah, it's quite a thick no, cable no. Uh, to, to have it charge at home, uh, or you plug it directly into the mains. Uh, and um, it charged overnight from it takes about 7-8 hours to charge to full that's quite long um, yeah. I haven't crunched the numbers yet I still need to speak to BMW about um, about actually how much it costs to charge it from flat so it'd be interesting to know that number and compare it to I recall it wasn't that much more than running a light bulb or something no no running a like a computer for those amount of hours I need to check the number but someone told me it's 2 rand 50 to charge it to full but that seems a bit low that seems, oh, that seems yeah. low but, but I, I need to check that figure um, but it's a beautiful vehicle. I, I think it's a little bit overpriced for what it is. No. I think if it was around 450 to 500, it would be better priced. 650, I think, is uh, you know you you're probably not going to buy it, mm. which is probably why you don't see many around. You can you can buy some incredible cars for that price. For 650, yeah. you can buy some beautiful cars. Yeah. Um, but it's a lovely vehicle, and mm. the, the power surprised me. Um, and it's it's got uh, certainly the model I drove. You know all the beautiful BMW add-ons. I think it's come. They come as standard, like iDrive and uh, little heads-up display in front of you. Uh, oh wow! Uh, it's very 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 nice car. Um, only let down, I think, by well two things: the lack of charging stations. Are you asking? Uh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You drive around town. They have them at the BMW dealerships. They have them at Melrose Arch. Melrose Arch, I saw them, yeah. And had a meeting at Standard Bank in uh, in Rosebank. And I pulled into that, you know, that fancy new Standard Bank building yes, in Rosebank. I yes. pulled in there. And uh, the guy, I was surprised, the guy um, at the security guard at the, who, who let me in said, Oh, if you want to charge your car, there's a charging station. Oh, that's over brilliant. Here. Fast charging station <laughs> at Standard Bank. Oh, that's fantastic. Nice. I, I had plenty. Of, I didn't need to charge, but they had it there. Um... Uh, so you'd be surprised I was surprised at how seldom I actually need to charge it up when I'm out and about mm, mm. Um, I drove to Midran twice from Randburg no problems still plenty of juice left um, so you know on most days you'd, you'd, be, you'd be fine yeah. and then you've got of course got the, the, the range extender which uh, will take you for another 100-120 kilometers which is plenty in city environments yeah. I mean, you're not going to go into the country 
Um, it's a nice backup. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice backup. Yeah, it's a nice backup. But you're right. I mean, it is, it is commuter vehicle. And if, if you consider all the cars sitting in traffic on the highway every morning, every, every afternoon, yeah. if they are all electric vehicles, you know, people that drive uh, any amount of distance, you know, between home and work, that's mm. not like a two, three hour commute. Yeah. This will make a big difference, not not only in the pockets of these consumers yes. or, or commuters, but also in the environment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But and it's, it's coming. I mean, as technology obviously yeah. improves and then pricing drops and battery technology improves and batteries mm. become cheaper. But the power, that, that smooth power you get from, from an electric vehicle is, is what blew me away. I didn't realize. I mean, I thought this thing was going to be slow. It's, it's, it's quite the opposite. Very, very zippy. Yeah, um, nice. And another, figure that, another fact that blew me away just the other day, and I didn't even know this, Tesla Model S, the original yes. uh, high-end Tesla sports car. Uh, is the fastest to 100 kilometers an hour of any vehicle on Earth. Did you really? Know this? No, I didn't know this. It's mind-blowing. So, fastest production vehicle type. It's the fastest production vehicle in the world. Wow. And it's electric. 2.6 seconds to 100 kilometers an but hour. I guess it's because they can, I mean, power that you put down to the wheels when you put the, when you step on the gas, mm. so to speak, is instant. Yes. And the torque must be incredibly high. I mean, it's amazing. Can, it's unbelievable. I mean, I it's if, I'm not a car expert, but I mean, if technically you can call it torque. If there is torque, but um, it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great drive. I look forward to try driving a, a Tesla one of these days. Oh, yes. If, um, you know, if, if the budget permits it, I'd, I'd, I'd love to buy that new, that new model Tesla that's coming. Yeah, which is going a to be very awesome. desirable car. Mm, yeah. Beautiful. But my question is... But how I'm, now sold, I'm now sold on electric. Oh, really? Yeah. But how, how many phone charges can you get off one uh, battery charge? <laughs> probably actually. a couple of hundred thousand, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> your phone, one thing's for sure, your phone's never going to go <laughs> So you just park it in your, uh, pocket in your lounge and charge your phone with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've got, you got a built-in radio. Yeah, that's really beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful car. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd even recommend go go to a dealership and drive one if you can. Um, yeah, even if you've got idea. no plan to drive it, just go and test that's drive one because idea. it really, it really is, uh, it really is something else. Um, I wasn't expecting much, and I was blown away. It'll be interesting to see what uh, Jeremy Clarkson and the boys do on the Grand Tour with some electric vehicles. I'm sure that is on their agenda for be. the season. It, it must, must be. be. Yeah. Must be. Yeah. yeah. Have they ever? Has Topia ever reviewed the Tesla? I think they did actually. Oh, they did. I remember Elon Musk complaining about it on. Uh, oh yes, because uh, yeah, they called them a bunch of idiots. At but that Ford, was quite a long time ago. That was an early model time. Tesla. But uh, I think after that, they may never be getting another Tesla model to drive. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but I mean, they are petrol heads. They're some cute assholes. Yeah, I know. But, uh, it'll Especially be interesting to take on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, as the rain starts to uh, get heavier again, uh, I think we should uh, start to wrap up the show. Uh, I think the last thing we need to do is our quiz results. Let me, let me kick them off this week. Um, our first question was actually a really interesting question. Why is Black Friday called Black Friday? And this is from Wikipedia. In the early 1950s, in Philadelphia and Rochester in the US, the terms Black Friday and Black Saturday came to be used by the police in those cities to describe the crowds and traffic congestion accompanying the start of the Christmas shopping season. But the phrase, the phrase Black Friday only gained national attention in the early 1980s. And in South Africa in 2016. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> the second question. Who is a disgruntled shareholder in South Sea that has reportedly filed paper to try and stop the restructuring at the mobile operator? The answer, Salsaf. Our third question this week. Liquid Telecom, which is in the throes of buying Neotel, has raised how much money in a syndicated loan? And the answer is $300 million or about 4.3 billion rand. 
The fourth question. The first episode Amazon of Amazon Prime's video, The Grand Tour, was set in the US. Where is the location for the second episode? And it is Johannesburg. Mm. I'm looking forward to that episode. Forecasting tonight in the US. And uh, coming to whichever network you want tonight <laughs> or tomorrow for Amazon Video Prime officially next month. And uh, our last question, uh, believe it or not, uh, is uh, this quote. Who said this? Okay, but don't worry, there's plenty else this week. Ah, I'm reading the wrong thing, right? Oh. <laughs> Let me start again. <laughs> Let me start this again. I've scrolled down and lost my place. Who said this this week? We were focused because when you read the Bible, old people didn't believe that Jesus Christ was there to save them. I'm here to save South Africa, and I have already demonstrated that I can save South Africa. That was none other than the uh, delusional, <laughs> delusional man who clearly has a God complex, SABC executive, who else? The one and only, Claudi Motsoneng. <laughs> and that's our show for this week. Cool. Yeah, we hope fun. you we hope you can hear it with this uh, with this racket coming down in the rain, but we need it. Um, it's easing off a bit now. Yeah, yeah. It's still uh, going to be a beautiful week. I'm going to do some mountain biking in this mud. I'm looking forward oh, to it's it. It's going to be great. I'm doing the final uh, in the Spur trail running series this Sunday oh, nice. um, at uh, Levenkirf in Mugharisburg. Oh, I love that venue. It's by the IRI training facility. We spend a lot of time there it's with the motorbikers. Uh, it's a motorbike training facility. Through the yeah. cave. No, no, I haven't been up there, but oh. uh, I've been been around most okay. of the places. Yeah. Great place to fly a drone. It's a stunning area, and uh, midway through the run, there's a, a cave, and it's not a small one. Yes. It's, it's probably about four, five, 400 meters deep, uh, and you run right through it, and yes. it uh, makes, oh, wow. makes for a good run. Anyway, that's our, our weekends. I hope you guys have a great weekend, too. Um, if, as always, if you've got any feedback for us, we'd love to hear from you. Our email address is info at techcentral.co.za. Until next time, from Richard and myself, cheers. Ciao, ciao.